0: So, how do you feel over there?
1: I mean, I feel good. I'm eating crackers. So, my mouth is full. I threw up a little bit in my mouth when you
0: started with that, but I mean, I'm good. You're eating toasty crackers. Yes. You, with a mouthful of crackers chewing, and you did not bring me any crackers, I nothing. You, I left you one. It's got sweat all over it. It I've never seen anybody sweat that eats crackers. Why are you sweating while you eat crackers? I'm not sweating. You're that big. It's called that. You're so large that you sweat when you eat toasty crackers. That's not what I do. Gosh, what does Alicia say about your figure? She loves me and thinks that I am. She loves you just like you are right now. She calls
1: me her sexy piece of man meat.
0: She does. (laughs) If I called her right now, she would say you were sexy piece of man meat. That's what she calls me. Is she okay with your size right now? I mean, round is a shape, so I'm in shape. I didn't ask that. I asked, is she okay with your size right now? I would say that she would prefer me to go to the gym. Can I ask you what happened? Then what I sense? knew Phil. I knew the Marine Corps in shape guy. Okay, I knew the guy that went on a cruise, and last you, you year, looked right? awesome. Yeah. I was. I'm not gay. We we've determined that right. Yeah, if your sister's listening, right, she knows this, right? Right. We do have an affinity of our friendship. We do. And I will say, you were rather attractive as a human male uh, last year going on a cruise. Like you, you and Alicia, like you got down how low? How many, How much weight did you lose? I
1: don't know. I, well, I lost right at fifty pounds in a span of. Like five months, fifty pounds, about ten and five pounds old. a month. So what's happened? <sighs> You know, I'm a goal guy. Give me a goal. I got to set the goal. So the cruise last year, we're going on a cruise in December. So I'm like, all right, I have this long to do this. I You can,
0: did it. I was proud. Yeah. Like every time we go out, you're like, nope, I'm eating chicken and water. Yeah. Nope. Chicken and water. If I have a chicken goal and water. or a, a finish line, so yeah. to
1: say, I'm, I'm going to hit it. Well, I'm, what, a, I'm well, a checklist what happened to, to the finish
0: line because What goal do you have now? How big do you want to be?
1: Well, I would like to get to where. What is to your goal?
0: 350, 400? Because like you're headed there.
1: You know, I, I would like. You know what? Thanks. You're uh,
0: welcome. Uh, I would like to to get to where I can't wear uh, blue jeans anymore well you're that there way. you are there. no really what did you do to lose 50 pounds because last year Christmas yeah. it's easy Actually, last year at Christmas you were a little almost almost right I don't want to praise Phil too much but Not too much but you right. were almost a lean mean fighting machine oh yeah I um I was easy. I was so impressed I went home and told Robin like man he I, I kind of want to go to the gym with him it's, you were going to the gym every day if I remember every day you were sitting in a sauna for how long I would do 10 minutes before my workout and 20 after. Okay and 50 yeah. pounds, but that didn't happen. You, you were you so disciplined in your eating. How did you discipline yeah. eating? You, you don't, were so disciplined. You
1: don't lose weight in the gym. It's
0: through nutrition. You know, all these crazy
1: diets that people try to sell you, thousands of dollars spent to it just to eat. So I cut out sugar. Mm-hmm. I cut out processed foods, uh, no Cokes, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I was uh, drinking tons and tons of water, and I, was, I wasn't I was running. I started running, but I was
0: walking two miles a day in the gym doing the sauna and eating healthy. So did it, did it help your sex life? well it, and let me re that it was alicia more attracted to the younger trimmer film. oh yeah
1: absolutely she loves it she yeah, would she probably prefer I belly would belly and to all the,
0: the push a little belly button the, you in. know what yes that is incredible she's, no and then when we got off the cruise i didn't have the goal anymore so life. your wife is not the goal well yeah of course she's well then why wouldn't you be thin again
1: you know sometimes you what just i want to do is
0: i want to train you oh okay. this year i want to be can i be your trainer why you look I, in no, the mirror and then say you want to train me i'm better than you <laughs> you probably are i am I, I don't know i don't either but let, let's don't put me down yet let's hold off <laughs> and let robin do that okay all right okay i'm saying mm-hmm. you lost a football game bet are you okay with that
1: you know i'm good um yeah, I'm good. There's a
0: lot of ticked off people there's, today. I can say, there's so much We're midweek right after Alabama wow. beats Georgia. There are more ticked off people in the Southeast. A, Georgia's not in. And Florida State is and out. Florida State is out. That yeah. ticked me off a little bit because I said to you, you did come to my house. You're Thank you. You're the one who did it. I know you Alabama. came to my house and, and sat with me. Yeah, I yeah, watched said every Last place. week, you yeah. wouldn't, but you did. I should win Why? a for Why? Because Alicia has to study. She probably would have wanted you home, but you did come. Thank I you. Came. Robin Man. Mason. Dog on good chili. It was by really the way. good. Yeah. Robin is a great host, by the way. She Warner. is a great host, yeah. right? And so we're going to call her in a little bit okay. because I got something I want to ask oh. her. But uh, we made a bet. You lost the bet. I did. Which we were cool. But I did say... If Alabama beats Georgia, it's going to be a mess. I called yeah, that Yeah, it was crazy. It's going to be a mess because Georgia can't go to four because oh. Alabama beat Georgia, Texas beat Alabama. So you're going to have to put Texas in four. So I think I actually picked Florida State, Michigan, Washington, and Texas.
1: Yes, that was my four as well. Those though. are the four I
0: had yeah. that I thought were fair. Yeah. You know, and the reason Texas is Texas beat Alabama and the reason not Georgia is Alabama beat. So I was good with that. Yeah. And then Sunday after church, boom, I get in. Yeah. And then I'm like, "Well, who did they kick out in Florida State?" The undefeated ACC That was champions. stupid. Like I don't even get that myself and I'm not a big football pro. There's some mad people out there. I'm not a big fo- but but I said all that to say you owe me mellow. I do. I owe you mellow. And and but what I want to say back, if you'll yes. let me train you. What does that I, mean? I, I won't make you... Are we talking me. a detailed out plan? I want to get Skinny Phil back to help Alicia. To help Alicia. It's all for Alicia, It's all right? for Alicia okay. and your children and your grandchildren. Because many people don't know you're about to have a little grand boy. Oh my gosh,
1: I am. I'm going to be right? a grandboy. a boy. A grand b- right? A boy. You found
0: out last week it's going it's to be a boy. It's going to be a boy, yeah. So a little bit, a little Flick Anderson Flick. running around. But his name's not Anderson. What is it? It's going to be Davis. Davis. Flick Davis. Flick Davis. Running around, little professional football <laughs> player. But you won't be I able to go so. out in the backyard. And throw with him. You like granddaddy's shoulders hurt? No, I can always. It, I do that with my girls now. I go like, play soccer with them. She'll be like Nina. <laughs> Poopaw He can't Poop come off. outside and play. And she'll be like, Yeah, his feet are swollen. His diabetes. His, are, his, his diabetes is right. got him at. I don't want no, that for you. Not, I, I don't I want that for me. I want to train you. Can I'm I? healthy. I have asked my wife and kids, "Can I train them?" Nope. Well, I'm, I'm willing to train you because make, you look at you. No, I'm willing to help. Okay. Sculpt you into your dress blues. Why did, do you no, still have it? Never
1: happened. Never happened. It could happen. It could happen. No. It could happen. No, absolutely. So those are form fitting. I was a size 28
0: waist in the Marine Corps. I can get you there. No, I can get you there. It's it's, it's impossible. 28 waist. Little Marine Corps felt. No. That's all I'm asking right here. I'll let you off the hook for feeding me. I would rather just pay the fifty dollars and buy you a pizza. Okay, then all right. So stay fat and unhealthy. We, I mean, are we talking and a detailed out plan? I'm talking about doing you to in go to the gym I'm talking you? about you showed up the podcast stuffing yourself with crackers, <laughs> wondering why your pants don't fit. You know what? And I'm telling you, who went you to why. lunch and who didn't go to lunch? Today? I went to lunch. Yeah, who didn't? You. Yeah. but you're eating crackers like that's going to help. It's they're healthy. It's not going to help. They're fat-free. enough of you. Enough of your diet. <laughs> enough of. Are you good with football? Everybody's ticked. Are you ticked? I don't really have a dog in the hunt because I hate
1: both teams and I don't really root for Florida State. So both Georgia and Alabama, I could literally care less. I was actually hoping that Alabama would win and there would be no SEC team in. That's how much I don't like Alabama or Georgia. Mm. And so,
0: you know what? If now that you guys are in, win it all. I will win it, it all. You yeah, know. I'm going to win it all. I already feel like let's bet double oh or nothing. My gosh, you owe me a mellow mushroom. Ah, I know what. If I, Alabama, wins national championship, I get to train you this year. Oh, my Come gosh. on. Right across okay, the table. Okay, I'll make that bet. I'll First make hand. that bet. We're All shaking. Right. Shaking, We're shaking across the table. You good? Yeah, I'm good. If, on they the win podcast, the national if we win national championship, I get, I get to train. You. Oh, you, no belt you, you get to get me screaming at you to get skinny. <laughs> hey, little fat flick. <laughs> fat Phil. I'm just going to call you fat so every time we go in the gym. Hey, little fat so. You know, it's probably. How much do you weigh? Be honest. I'm at 290. Okay. Mm-hmm. So and you're bigger than me, because you know what I'm at? What? Now, 25? To, no, God, no. I'm, I'm at 226. You are two, 228. 220 226, 227. Maybe when you were in middle school. No, right now. I you're weigh, not 220, are yes, you? Yes, I am. So I want to ask a question. Um, I'm 80 it, pounds heavier, 70 pounds heavier? Yes. Well, come on, be fair. Oh, At 70 pounds of that's your calves. <laughs> that's true. Right? That's true. 35 in each. 35 right? yep. in each. I mean, you're talking a big boy down below in the old calves. That's true. That's so true. let me ask you a question real quick. Uh, okay. Enough of your weight. Okay. It's evident you need help. Okay. I'm willing if, if says, I win, right. I'm helping you. Okay. If not, I can't help you. what right. you turn out to be right. if i Alabama loses, but I'm a little hurt at you. At what? I don't know. I just, I need to be honest. It's been bothering me. What did I do? Uh, It was kind of hard to watch the game with you. Why? Because I found out something's happening in January. For you. Oh, you yeah. You got sure. the call. I got a call. You got the call. I got a call. Now when you moved up here, many people yeah. don't know this. You were a music guy, right? Yeah, I was a music guy. You weren't an executive pastor. No, you I, were the music dude. You I was. did the whole uh, we've been for twenty years. Twenty years, played piano, played trumpet, led choirs, all kind of things. Yeah, sure. You came up here, what did you tell me when you came up here? I don't I don't want to do that anymore. I don't no, even no, want to no. be on stage. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're a little more mean than that. Right. You're like, don't ever I'm ask mean. me to sing again. Yes, I'm done. Your exact words, that season of my life is over. That is correct. I still believe that. Because I've asked and asked like, hey, um, dude, why don't you just lead worship one Sunday? Nope, never. Never going no. to do that. Are you bitter?
1: I don't even like getting up on, well, that shouldn't, I shouldn't say it. I, I just don't, the stage is not for
0: me anymore. Okay. So I'll leave it at that. So when you were down there, do you think I'm a decent musician? Well, we, we hadn't even told people what to call. What do you mean? I, I, I I'm there. talking to real quick. I'm asking questions. I'm going somewhere. I think you're a great musician. A I think great you're musician. Like great. There's a difference between good and great, and you're great. I'm a great not yeah. like John Mayer, great. He's superb. I you but can I, hang. But I think I can hang. Yeah. You put me with anybody, I'm old Chuck yes. yeah. can pretty much And make. I would have no if I put you anywhere in the band I would have no issues. Yeah, I, I think I could hang on guitar, bass, yeah. maybe mandolin. I'm I'd cool have to practice that. a little bit. And Banjo. Eh, even I keys practice. a little bit. I could do keys, especially church keys. It's not hard. Four chords. <laughs> but you never one time asked me to come play on your team or your band, did you? You were on- I'm asking a question. No, no, no. Did you or did you not ever ask me to bring my guitars or guitar or bass yes. and play on a praise team with you?
1: Yes. Never. When we were in Savannah, you were on the worship team. Well, that's- My be- worship
0: team. Right. That's because we were forced to be because we're in no, the same church. I'm about after we split, you never true. asked me to go. That's it.
1: I remember one time in Savannah, you and Robin were going on vacation or something, mm-hmm. and I almost begged you not to because I needed you to play keys mm-hmm. or guitar or whatever it was. Mm-hmm.
0: And yet, you went on vacation. I did, yeah. You chose family. So over- let's go back to the call. Uh, I'll never get on the stage flip, never going to sing again. You get a call. What was the call? I got a call just to lead worship at a conference. Oh, come on. You're downplaying yourself. No, that's, that's what it. Is. And how
1: many people are coming? There's going to be about a thousand women. And they've got about 800 that have registered, but it's in January, so they're expecting more. So about 1,000 ladies. It's Saturday night, ladies. And then Friday night is um, worship. So I'll do a worship kind of conference during the day, and we'll do worship at night. We'll do a ladies' conference Saturday.
0: I'll stay over on Sunday and lead worship at that church. Oh, you'll do it for them, but not for me. Is that what I hear? No. What? Or is it the 1,000 women? <laughs> No, 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 no. And so, so you're saying if I go, hey, Phil, would you like to lead worship? You know no, it's a thousand women. Oh, yeah. No, let me ask you this. When have you ever asked me to lead worship up here? I don't. That's it. But, but I'm just saying if I did. No, so I you're going to be leading worship for a thousand women. Yes. Be careful of your calves. You know. <laughs> Cover your calves. I won't wear my skinny Do not jeans wear shorts. Really. Yeah, Do no. not distract those women with your calves. I have to wear something baggy. Wear some. <laughs> wear a kilt with, uh, with sweatpants. It would be different. Sure. Yes, it, because I, don't want them lusting after your calves. It's a, it's a problem. It's Thank God you're pudgy. Right. Could you imagine going down there if you were fit? No. Alicia would be like, no. <laughs> no Is she okay with you going, going with to lead? Me. Okay, good. She's going with Is she going to be on the stage with you like, women, No. don't she'll, you stare at my husband? She'll be on the front row. Okay, good. Cheering me on. So she can kind of wink at you like, that's yeah. my man. And I'll wink back. And, and when you did lead worship, me. would she do that? Would she kind of wink at you on stage? Like, ooh. She always- Kind of yeah, wink you like, know, hey, you're going to get lucky when you get home today.
1: Our whole story was- she, when we first started dating, she was like, "I don't know if I want a boyfriend at this time" and all this kind of stuff. And uh, and I was pursuing her hardcore. When she said yes, we're exclusive boyfriend girlfriend. We're dating, whatever the terminology is or was back in the day. She came to church and heard me lead worship. And after she heard me lead worship, she said, "That's when I knew." <laughs> that's oh, when oh, I knew.
0: Oh yeah, that's when I knew. Yeah, the old snake charmer. I know, I know. Winking at her, Oh, snake charmer Phil. She gushes when I lead worship. She gushes when she does. I've watched watched her here at this church when you go up on the stage and sometimes you say yeah. something and you'll kind of break out in uh, your little folk <laughs> and she just turns red. Yeah, she She's you. like, I want to have another kid. She gushes. Oh God. It's power. But now when does this uh, thousand women thing you're going to?
1: January 27th.
0: January I think 27th. Is? And I need to ask a question because no, I, I started with I'm angry at you a little bit. I mean, why didn't you ask me to play here? Why didn't you ask me to bring my guitar with you? Be your travel buddy.
1: To be honest with you, I don't even know the band yet. I'm still in conversation. So then therefore I could
0: automatically be in it. The
1: door is creeping open, kind of. I wouldn't go. I'm, I'm,
0: uh, even if you asked me because now, because of your anger and bitterness. Yeah, I wouldn't go. I would just say I'm sorry. You're on your own. <laughs> I, I hope. I hope you do well. I mean, I so, don't know what to say
1: to that. I nothing.
0: Than- I, I want you to have fun. I want these thousand thronging women. I hope you don't distract them from Christ. I hope they touch Christ. I don't know, I don't- but I am I, publicly saying I was a little hurt that I didn't even get a Hey, dude, listen to this. We it's a Mark and Phil show, right? I haven't asked anybody yet, though. We have a chance to go lead worship to a thousand women, and you could play your little acoustic guitar and pretend you're famous. I
1: haven't asked anybody yet, okay. though. Okay, well. I'm just saying the door is, I mean, it's creaked open. Okay. It's slightly. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I'm—if they want their band, if they've got something together. I don't know what the
0: deal is just yet. Okay. I'm calling Robin about this just all of it i'm so hurt i need to just have her discourage me <laughs> why she's not even going to answer it's monday she will nope i don't think so it's I'm usually no d if she doesn't answer mm-hmm. Just something with the dog. Your
1: call has or, been forwarded to voicemail. The person you're...
0: Tra- it's something with the dog or, or the kid. Kid, yeah. yeah. So there's always something going on with Stella or Rooster. Right. And so I have no clue. So I will she, say this. I When I was over at your house watching the game, Rooster was somewhat behaved. Hmm. Somewhat Okay. You may tell you, well, I want to, I want to save that, that okay. picture for her. So let me ask you a question. Yep. This is a, a seriously true question. You are a Marine, right? Yes. Once a Marine, always a Marine. And what does that mean to you? Once a Marine, always, a Marine. are you scared of things? Are you, you like a Marine? Let's say we're in Atlanta. Right. And we're on a date. Cause me and Robin go on a date. So sure. we invite you some. We'll probably this week. We, sure. we usually do intermezzo cafe together. Sure. Like, right. We're walking down the street and and it's dark. All Are right. you nervous um, as a Marine?
1: I, I don't think nervous has anything to do with it. I'm confident in my abilities to be either intimidating or know what to say and how to handle
0: the situation. So really, if something came up, you'd be like, I got this. Yeah, I want to be. I could get behind you and go, hey, little pudgy Phil. Yeah, I want to be the guy. Me.
1: I want to be the guy out front. I don't yeah, want to be I, the guy. That's
0: what I always think about yeah. you. I'm like, the good thing about having Phil is he'll take, well, you'd take a bullet. Yeah, of course. I'd take a bullet for him. I like that about you. I'm I mean, like, you know,
1: in the leg. Or the yeah. meaty part of the thigh right because i have told man. robin i'm like
0: honey will you take a bullet for me too phil will <laughs> she's like what so but you would take a bullet yeah i course. think you would i've been yeah, with you course. long enough i think you would jump in we'll i would jump. probably secret service man. i feel like if i jumped in front to save you right. i would just create more chaos <laughs> you would be like why you just mess the fight up right. like i would go i would go like jerry lewis real crazy right. acting sort of like david i would they, king david i'd fall on the ground start foaming barking like you'd be like get right. away
1: from him right. oh my god he's got a demon. Yeah, I'm confident, man. I'm, I'm, I don't know. Um, I mean, it's been, gosh, I can't tell you last time I was in a fight, but I'm, I'm confident in my abilities and how to handle the situation, and if it gets to a point where I have to, you know, uh, get physical, um, I mean, that training, even though it was over 20
0: years ago, I, I still feel confident in it, you know. So then explain to me what happened to the witch in Indonesia. You know what? This is, I, that...
1: It, a whole different level, whole different ballgame.
0: It, it's not. It is. Well, you it just was, sit here and tell me, oh, little marine, Phil. I'm confident. People probably don't know the story of the little. Witch, no, I haven't told a the lot little of witch woman that sent you yeah. back to the village, sucking your thumb, calling me from Indonesia, <laughs> going, I gotta come, I gotta come home, I it, gotta come home it wasn't now. It was like that. It was like it that. Was not you had that to go egregious. to the bar and get a shot of whiskey and have the Holy Ghost. Oh, no, I did. Just a whiskey and the Holy Ghost to get you I, over the hump of a wit- little bitty witch. It, it wasn't. Woman. It, what was she? about
1: 4'3"? Yeah, no, she was a tiny, frail 60. It had to have been 60 years old. And first. she ran you off. She did. I went straight back to my hotel room. Crying. I, no, I wasn't crying. You were in, crying.
0: Not Tell in, me you uh, were crying. Not Admit in, it publicly. Maybe
1: when I got back to the room, I got emotional.
0: Yeah, sorry. Uh, but and you swore you would never, ever, ever go on a mission trip again. Well, you know,
1: you say things sometimes. She scared the crap out okay, of me. Okay, so here's the story. Yeah, I don't All know right. if everybody knows. So the
0: I want to build a story. Years ago, in the early 1990s, I had a dream The dream lasted about 16 seconds max. I'm on the back of a truck. I'm riding on a truck with my feet dangling with my friend, Pastor David, Mm -hmm. David McClendon. We're riding and I look across the field. I see a tree and I look at this building to my right, look like a gas station, old gas station. We're on the, And I said, Hey, where are we? And he said, David said, Java. And I said, oh, cool. I'm going to come here one day and preach the gospel. And right. I wake up. Right. That's how long that lasted. Well, the story goes like this. The story goes like this. I, I didn't even know what Java was. It was just a weird dream that I never I never forgot. I never forgot the dream. So fast forward a few years. I'm sitting around a Christmas party at a church where I'm on staff and I'm on staff at this Christmas party and they say, tell of a dream. And so I said, well, I got a dream. We all go around right. the table. It gets to me. And I said, well, I had a dream and I was on the back of a truck. I looked across the field. I saw a tree. When I saw the tree, um, I asked my friend on the back of the truck, hey, where are we? He said, Java. And I said, I'm coming here to preach the gospel. And I woke up. Right. I said, but I've never forgotten. It was like I was really there. The pastor on the staff I was said, Java. He said to me, I've been to Java. And I said, oh, my God, it's a real place. Java is a real place. Right. And he goes, yes, it's in Indonesia. I've been there before. Well, immediately I start freaking out, like, how could I dream of a place I've never heard of? True. Right. I've never heard of Java. How could I have a dream about somewhere that exists that I didn't even know existed? Right. Because there wasn't Google back then. I couldn't Google what is Java. You had to go to Encyclopedia Britannica. So over the holidays, living in Tennessee, I'm at my parents' house for Christmas holidays, and my mother has Encyclopedia Britannica. Britannica right. right so I open it up go Java let me go look it up so I flip for you young kids that's a book yeah, right. with knowledge <laughs> you might need to explain and, yeah that, right? and I so I flip over in the encyclopedia and I turn to Java Indonesia guess what hmm. they have a little picture right and you know what the picture was of of the tree it was of the tree yeah the same tree in my dream is the tree that is now In the Encyclopedia Britannica in a town or a country I've never even heard of. So now I'm freaking out. My heart's kind of pumping like, wow, this is weird. Mm -hmm. Well, it gets strange. You ready for it to get a little more strange? So it gets a little more strange is that I'm flipping through the TV. And as I'm flipping through the TV, I hear some like... Uh, praying going on and I and it stopped because I thought that sounds like my prayer language right. like I pray in the spirit right? And, then, right and I thought gosh that sounds like me praying so I stopped on that channel well when I stopped on that channel it was at a commercial and it comes back and it says welcome back to our documentary on Java Indonesia wow right right and so the people that were talking in the Indonesian dialect sounded like me when I have my sure. prayer language so now my hair on the back of my head standing up like oh my god sure Sure. that sounds like me when i pray Mm -hmm. there's the tree that i dreamed of right it's a literal place right this is blowing my mind and then in that two little guys come up out of the water like crocodiles because the witch doctor Mm -hmm. we're going to talk about her in a minute Mm -hmm. She slide. they slide up out of the thing and they had gone through something called spirit dance where the the witch turned them into a spirit and a demon possessed their spirits yeah and then they went in the water as crocodiles and, and now watch they come up out out of the water with fish in their mouth crawling and acting just like a crocodile right well the documentary ends and now i'm intrigued fast forward another year hmm. and in another year i'm leading worship at a uh, revival services and there's a piano player playing and he and i got to be pretty good friends but one night we were sitting down at a fellowship afterwards and we we're having dessert and i said well daniel tell me where where you're from and he said, I'm from Indonesia. And I said, Indonesia, where? He Guess where he thinks. Java. He's from Java. Yeah. He's, he was a missionary pilot that had come from Java to learn how to fly so he could go back to Very Indonesia cool. and be a missionary pilot. And I said, oh my God, Java, Indonesia. I had a dream. I told him the dream. You know what he said? What's that? He said, uh. Well, he said this time last year, or he said, I prayed and I asked God to send me a, a an evangelist from America that could preach the gospel in my country. Right. I said, when did you pray that? He gave me the time he prayed the prayer. I didn't even know him at this time. Mm-hmm. The time he prayed the prayer was the exact time I had the dream several years prior. It's awesome. So now all of that is in my heart. Fast forward 20 plus years. Mm-hmm. I've never gone to Indonesia. Right. I've just held onto the dream. like So So what? I don't even know what to do with it. It's right. so profound to me. like It's so real. You, come, you become my friend. I share with you the dream. Mm-hmm. And I say, one day, I'm going to go to Indonesia, man, and preach the gospel. Right. And you being the best friend you are, what'd sure. you say? I
1: said, I'm going to go. Matter of fact, I was going to go, if you remember, I was going to go to Nepal uh, to visit a friend out there that has a Bible college. I canceled that that trip because I felt like the Lord said you're supposed to go yeah so I went and I, I didn't month. go
0: with you because I didn't have the vaccine right you're vaccinated with a third nipple you yeah, said right. so it's you, you could go yeah so you got a chance to go to Indonesia because you said I loved it I started tearing up mm-hmm. when you told me you said I'm gonna go find that tree yeah remember yeah so you buy you a ticket mm-hmm. you fly to Indonesia off of my dream yeah. like you're like no dude I'm gonna find this tree yeah we're gonna go preach the gospel in Indonesia right Marine Corps Phil yeah flies to Jakarta, gets on a 12 hour train (laughs) to Yogyakarta. And from that point, give me quickly what happened because I just told you, you bumped into a little four foot spirit, witch that freaked you out. I'd like to know the story. So
1: we, I had met uh, a guy named uni. Uni Mm -hmm. is a, uh, after you
0: got there, right? Yeah.
1: After I got there, I had hired a driver for two days. I think first day right out the gate, this guy, I mean, he is a great guy. knows everything about Joe Jakarta There, um, lives there, born and bred there. Just a little, you know. I said I was going to look for the tree. I'll, I'll talk about that spirit dance in a second. But I'm sitting in the car the first day with him, and I'm asking him about Never his life. Him. Never met him before. Okay. And um, I said, you know, tell me a little bit about yourself. Are you from here? That kind of thing. And, and he said, yes. He said, I am a tree in Indonesia. Hmm. And when he said that, like literally, all the hairs in my on my body just stood up. And I said, what do you mean by that? And He said, well, I I know people here. People know me. I've got a great family. I am like a strong tree that's planted in
0: Indonesia. Stop right there. Yes. So I have a dream of a tree in Indonesia. I'm going to go preach the gospel. You go to, had you ever been to Indonesia? Well, in the Marine Corps, yes, but it was about yeah, But never like for a mission. You've you've taken a train over 12 hours. You meet a guy you've never met. You sit down. Your first conversation is, he says, I'm a tree. That was crazy. What happened after that?
1: So... uh, uh, I spend the next couple of days with him and I said, hey, I want to get off the beaten path. I want to meet people. I want to know the culture, that kind of thing. So he takes me to a place uh, that he says, it's like a fair in America. And uh, he said, tourists don't come here. And I said, yeah, that'd be great. So we go. And when we go, we the car pulls up, and the second, I'm telling you, man, the second I open the door and put my foot on the ground, it was like my spirit man was like, yeah, something's not right here. There's this weird music playing in the background, and it is kind of like a fair. They've got little food vendors and uh, rides for the kids and that kind of thing. But over in what looked like a rodeo rink is what it looked like. Uh, was this crazy music that was being played, and so he said, "Hey, come watch this. This is really cool, and th- I think this is funny to me." He said, "This is uh, these people. They they. It's a joyous thing, and they will come to weddings and all kind of stuff." So I'm thinking, cool, they're dancing. So I go over. My spirit's still like, yeah. There's a check here. I what do you go mean over, by that?
0: You can feel the energy, right? It was. I'm telling you, when I put my
1: foot down on that dirt, it was like. I don't even know how to the atmosphere was just different in okay. like a bad way. Okay. And so I go over to these people, uh, that are, they are dancing and it is like a rodeo rink. Um, and so in the center you've got all these people, well, the guys go first and then the girls. Um, and I noticed right away that these people are not like dancing, like at a wedding. And so, uh, the guys are, writhing uh, on the ground. There were guys that I saw literally that that would jump up in the air and as they would jump up in the air it was like something hit them and they would fly back five or six feet and they had buckets of uh, broken glass that these guys would go over and eat. And they would they, just eat broken they glass. They would just eat. Right. And it was called a, like a tra- the, uh, trance dance um, and the and uni told me the spirits inhabit our body. We mm-hmm. dance for them and then when they inhabit our body it makes us do crazy
0: things. Which is what I heard on that yes. documentary from the Crocodile. Years. coming out of the water. Like literally like crocodiles. They were human beings, but you could tell they weren't human. They they were possessed by something. So you're there. These people are flying through the air, eating glass. It's a weird environment. They're
1: writhing on the ground and then there's uh, this person called a handler. And the handler, when the spirit comes inside of you and you do these crazy things, the spirit will go to that person who has been um, infected with the spirit and will try to pull that spirit out and throw him back to the sky Mm -hmm. And, um, so I'm watching this at 20 minutes. I don't even know if it was that much, 20 minutes. And I'm literally like, I, I'm like, I got to get out of here. This is not something that where I need to be little Marine
0: Corps. Yeah, fit. no, I
1: didn't. I, I wouldn't necessarily, I don't know if I'd say I was scared in that moment, but I was like, this is just, I got to get out of here. And so sure enough, uh, it was interesting because behind me, the Islamic, um, call for prayer happened and they shut it down. So all the uh, Muslims can go pray. And when that happened, um, um, one of the lady handlers, one of the, she had to have been some kind of like witch of indoor type thing, but uh, lady handler comes over to me and to l- you, to me, and says, and I'm, I'm telling you, I'm not being overly dramatic or thinking of a movie scene or anything like that, but I mean, it was like her eyes were all white. She looks at me and says, "I know who you are. I know what you're here to do, and, and you're not welcome here." <laughs> And when it's time to
0: get it on. You so, ready? Are you ready, little witch and I, little Phil? I don't Are you I, ready to get in the ring? No, I'm not ready to Wait get in. Wait a the minute. No, no. So no, little no. witch woman walks up. You're standing there Marine Corps yep. Phil. Yep. I'm on a mission for Jesus Christ. I'm coming to find a tree. I'm with my tree. Right. Little witch woman, you've never met her. No. True?
1: No, I've never met her.
0: She walks up and says, What?
1: She was wrinkly and old and she says, I know who you are, I know what you're here to do, and you're not welcome here. <laughs> And when, it, when she said that, oh, I, I love it. I know, you know, Marine Corps, you started preaching Jesus. I would no. Are you kidding me? What'd you no, do? I, I got scared. I looked at uni and said, we got to go.
0: What? Yeah, I don't. You ran? I, I did. I did. You ran from I, an encounter with a demon. I I will say this. I, I got your back. If we we're on the streets in no, no, Atlanta, give
1: me 12 guys with a shiv over something I can't see. And so, so it freaked you out. Why? It freaked me out. And I, I'll say this. I've been to Africa multiple. I've been all over the world. I've dealt with the demonic. We've cast demons out. We've done all that kind of stuff. And um, in Africa, where we go dealing with the witch doctors, and I've seen the guys slither on the ground like snakes. And But when she came up, it, because it was, I think, I think, I've had a year to kind of ruminate over it, I think because it was so personal. Like, I know who you are and you're not welcome here. I know what you're here to do. Mm-hmm. You're not welcome here. When w- Because I knew what I was there to do. I w- I'm finding a tree that my best friend had a dream the about. driver, what
0: did he say? He's with you.
1: So we get back in the car and I said, just take me back, take me back to the hotel. I'm done for the day. And I, I said, what was that? What the freak was that, man? And Uni uh, goes, he goes, I, I don't know. I've never seen that. I've never seen her do anything like that before. The, hand, You know, there's, a, there were a few handlers. And uh, he said, I, I don't know. I don't know why, why she said that. I don't know what she just did. And so we went back to the hotel room
0: and I was done,
1: man. Yeah, you texted was, me
0: like I'm coming home. I have got to leave this place. I
1: told Alicia, I was like, I'm done. I don't think I'm meant for the mission field after going to a million countries and doing missions uh, more than half my life. Uh, it, it really did get to me. It, and I really why don't. Why
0: do you think it got to you? Really
1: Really, The only thing that I can think of is because it was so personal. Like I knew what I was there to do. I, I, I have this big dream of us in Indonesia and the gospel spreading because of uh, because of the dream. And and, um, you know, man, right off the bat, which, you know, makes me think that we do have something, a big purpose in Indonesia in that Java region. I actually believe that very strongly.
0: I have no idea what God would do there. But I know this to be true. <laughs> A dream that lasted 16 seconds has been with me 25 years. Sure. As if it's real, as I'm sitting in this studio with you talking. And me sitting with my feet dangling on the truck with the tree, with the language they speak with, I'm coming here to preach the gospel. And then you Mm -hmm. take it upon yourself to go. And the first guy you meet out of millions in Indonesia that you could have met. Yeah. And you took a 12 hour train ride on a random stranger. And the first conversation he has is I'm a tree. Yeah. I knew immediately it was a divine thing. I I knew immediately. This is not just an ordinary mission trip. It's not just, or let's go somewhere and help poor people that there was some divine thing in the cosmos of God's plan his eternal plan to capture this kid named Mooney and and then I thought it was interesting when you said, I got to come home, I can't be here yeah. because of that little witch lady who yes. said, I know you and I know what you're here to do yeah. and you're not welcome here. Yeah, I knew then that it's more than just, I ate too much pizza 30 years oh, ago sure. and had a dream that, and I've prayed over it a year like mm-hmm. you have. I have no clue what God, I even told you today, we were having coffee. I said, I don't know why God would give some American kid yeah. a dream about another country that I didn't even know existed. Mm-hmm. And the only time we ever went, I didn't even go. And the first human you met there Labeled his own self yeah. as a tree, yeah. and did, you didn't tell him your story.
1: No, it was kind of crazy because when I went, you know, I, I went, and I, that's what I had told, you know, in, in pray, and I told the Lord, I'm I'm looking for this, so order my steps. And I'm thinking, because I'm there for two weeks, I'm thinking I'll go left when you say left, right, you know, and so I'm thinking this is going to take a while. It was literally day one at lunch when he when I was asking him just questions, and uh, it was literally
0: like the Lord's of me in the face going, here's your guy, you know, now work with it and go. I want to ask you a question yep. and, and I want to end with this, but it's going to be deep. Okay. All right. What do you tell yourself mm-hmm. a year later? What do you tell that Phil? That's staring in the face a spirit. I believe a spirit. You? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I believe you're staring in the face a power from another world, a power from another realm. Sure. And, Maureen, you've been trained, you know the Bible, you know Jesus, you're a Christian. But in that moment a year ago, we have a freak out. We have a, Oh God, we sure. have a, get me out of here. What do you tell that guy today? Looking back?
1: I, I really wish I hadn't have just completely left and gone back to the hotel room. I, I wish I would have stayed my ground and um, not done anything crazy or fight or anything like that, but I wish I would have stayed my ground uh, and even had a conversation there. Um, I, I, and I don't know, I wouldn't say necessarily a regret, but I, I would, I would tell that Phil to be the, the, spiritual Marine that, you know, you're supposed to be, stand your ground and, and, uh, keep going farther, you know, and I, I, I wish I would have done that with everything in me. Uh, but the trip, you know, gosh, I'm, I, I'll go back tomorrow. You know, whereas six, uh, three, six months ago, I was like, yeah, I'm not going back to that place. But I believe there is a divine, I believe with everything in my heart, I believe there's a divine, connection but there's something big that we're supposed to do in java based off your dream and uh
0: yeah i have not thought about that dream in over 20 years yeah and the last year of my life it it just won't leave me alone again sure. like i don't know and i kind of i don't say i made a bargain with god like i don't bargain with him but I kind of told God when I had the dream that was so real and so powerful and I would tell people, you know, the dream was one day, I'm going to come here and preach the gospel. But I would always just tell God, Hey, I don't want to go there yet because I, I want to raise my girls. I, I want to spend my life pouring into my kids. Sure, of course. And I want to give the years of my life to my children. I want right. to see them serve the Lord. And, and, uh, and so I never regretted it, but I've wondered lately over the last two months, if it hasn't stirred again, because my daughter's about to graduate. Right? Yeah, sure. My last kid is ending high school. And so I've kind of feel this burden, not necessarily to go, let me go travel around the world because I love what I do here on the corner but that there is it's it's weird it's like i've i've wrestled with god like why like, why would you give me such a real, I, and I would be good if I, if the dream didn't have like five things that go, <laughs> yeah, it's, after, it's yeah. beyond just pizza. Sure. I, I, I could be good with it. I could be good to go. Ah, it was just a dream right. and I forgot, but there's just too much, whether you're, you know, God or not coincident or fate yeah. or, and then to hear what you said, I know why you're here and you're not welcome here yeah. and i know who you are sure i think there is a truth to the spirit world that so many christians today probably walk around atlanta with their shoulders held high thinking i'm a great christian yeah. i i i love god i read my bible and and yet have such a disillusion to the spiritual battle yeah, sure. We play with the devil we yeah, play sure. with darkness we act sure. like darkness is no big deal until you meet it yeah until you meet darkness. And when you meet darkness, you realize, you better realize how big Jesus is, because you will realize quickly how small you are. It happened to me one time in Tres Palos, Mexico, freaked me out too. Mm -hmm. I can't even explain the word freak out more than that. I, I was praying, we were doing street evangelism, and I laid my hands on a man that had come up for prayer. And when I touched his head, it was as if I heard every perverted thought a human being could hear really? about Jesus, yeah. not about me. Sure, it was as it was just perversion from from Mary's virginity to Jesus to him to stupidity of the wow. whole thing. Like I'm hearing it as clearly as I'm talking to you. I so freaked out. I was like you. I froze. Right. I just froze. Like I didn't know what to do. I I I felt like a loser. I felt dirty. Yeah. I felt like I I had. Had no power mm. no ability I, I finally had to go to the missionary that was leading the whole thing and just download it to him and of yeah. course he began to encourage me like sure. hey this is what they're big spirits out here yeah, right sure. like I'd always heard about them but and I think what I noticed today in a culture of young people and I'm gonna go 25 and under mm-hmm. what I've experienced is that we're dealing with a generation that knows not the true power of darkness yeah, sure we good. play with it we just play with it yeah we play with the darkness Darkness. We play with the perversion. We play with the open doors, yeah. the things that we allow in our life when we don't understand that there's such a power that knows when we try to walk in the authority of Jesus that knows our name. I think that's, it's destroying marriages. I yeah. think it's destroying gender. Absolutely, It's destroying kids. Sure. Parents are pulling their hair out going, I don't know why my child doesn't want to come to church. I don't know why my kids don't want to serve the Lord. Uh, marriages. I don't know what's wrong. We've tried everything and I'm like, yeah, okay, I get it. But 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 there is a place that that you have to get out from just the uh, the nitty gritty of life and what book you can read and what counselor you can go to and realize we're in a war. Yeah, sure. And man, when you hit it, it is a real war. Yeah. And uh, I love to hear, you know, what you say, because I think it inspires me to understand that. That sometimes we can kind of rest in our own laurels and our own accolades until we hit darkness. Sure. And then we realize without the help of the Holy Spirit, we are a weak, anemic people. Sure. Right. And I don't think a lot of God's people know how to do that warfare. Sure. To know how to stand against demonic powers and demonic things and the darkness that comes. I'll I'll end with this. Uh, We'll call Robin next week, but I'll end with I've watched my wife over the 33 years we've been married when darkness hits our home, right? right? Comes against a kid, comes against whatever. I've watched her retreat to a place of intimacy with God. Yeah, sure. And she'll say, I'm going to fast and do warfare for my kids. Sure. And she's won every time. Yeah. It's been the most sovereign thing because I think a lot of parents today don't know how to war. We just pout and whine and we don't know how to go to battle. Go, no, I'm not going to let darkness have my kids. I'm not going to let darkness have my marriage. You know, when I went through the hell I went through, uh, Robin didn't run to the bottle. She didn't run to other men. You know what she did? She found a farmhouse that was empty Mm -hmm. that some friends let her use. And she went to that farmhouse and she spent Days pressing into God, doing warfare for her husband. She could have easily said, "Screw him, he's messed up." Sure, you know, I I, God and just blamed whoever. But she went to do war. Yeah, and so what i what I want to challenge people today is this is a time we need to prepare for war. Yeah, We're good. in the middle of it. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. We're in the middle of it now. And a lot of people don't have any bullets. A lot have no power. We're caught up in lustful, carnal things sure. where uh, I was talking with some uh, young adults, not long ago. And one of their comments was like, wow, man, every young adult I know, man, and just, you know, just getting drunk and drinking and sure. just partying and not even, you know, and hooking the, up, hooking up yeah. like, yeah, sleeping, sleeping with their girlfriend. Sure. Like, it's just no big deal. Yeah. And and I'm like, yeah, well, it's a dark world, right? But yet we're just blind to the darkness. We yeah. tolerate it now. It's the norm. Sure. Darkness has become the norm. It's why probably all those people in that pit that day, that was normal. Mm-hmm. It was normal to eat glass and watch people be thrown five feet sure. back. Your own comment is you saw a human being fly yeah. through the air, right? While going the opposite direction. Yes. I mean, yeah. yeah. Like flying yeah. through the air and um, not stunt stuff but darkness yes. and and I believe we're in a generation of darkness. I want to encourage everybody there that if you'll begin to stand against it, take your authority in Christ Jesus and um Gosh, understand it is a spirit world against a spirit world. It's a kingdom versus a kingdom. So real quickly, what advice would you give to people that are staring that darkness in the face? It's a marriage problem. It's a uh, health problem. It's a child rebellion problem. It's lustful issues that won't go away. And yet we've tried books. We've tried counseling and nothing is working. How would you counsel people to handle darkness? Yeah, I think just
1: exactly what you said. Robin did. I think getting away and fighting warfare uh, that way, getting closer, getting, having uh, that that secret time or getting into that secret place where the Lord is uh, speaking in the spirit. Uh, I I think that's, that's what I do. That's what Alicia and I both do and and have seen it. It's not 90% of the time, 50% of the time, it's 100% of the time, man, get away fast, get alone with God, get to that secret place with him and fight that warfare there. And I, I promise you'll be victorious. Over
0: yeah, I find that to be true. So I want to encourage you with this. I want to encourage you that we're in a war. It's an all out war. It's nothing to be played with. It's a war of darkness where every demonic spirit knows your name, your marriage, your children, and is working overtime. And I will say this to you, pouting, whining, posting on Facebook, Googling articles to try to figure it out is probably the least of your concerns to go. Take it to the Lord. Begin to do warfare. Begin to quote scriptures over your children and your family. Take authority over any spirit of darkness. A simple prayer. I take authority in the name of Jesus over any spirit of darkness that has tried to come against my family. stop us, to ruin us, to ruin my children. I'll tell you what Robin has done, and maybe this will help somebody. On our bathroom mirror, she's written about six long lists of prayers, and every morning when she gets ready, she prays prayers over the children, over us, over myself, over herself, of who she is in Jesus Christ, and what it means in Jesus Christ. I backtracked to when I was six years old. When I was six years old, we lived at 105 Cleveland Court. My dad had on his bathroom mirror it was a long list and it said this through the blood of Jesus Christ I and then it had a list of about 50 things through the blood of Jesus I am whole through the blood of Jesus I have all my needs met through the blood of Jesus my marriage Mm -hmm. my dad would read those every morning as a little small kid I thought he's just kind of strange right but I did not realize at that that he was doing warfare he was reminding himself of his authority in Jesus and how he had authority over Every bit of darkness and he walked in it. I think listening to you say, Hey, that other Phil, you know, in the moment you're like, I got to get out of here, but really thinking it through, wait a minute, I have the authority, I've been given it by Jesus Christ. I don't know what God has for 2024, but I feel stirred in my spirit. We're going to get on a train. We're going to drive to Yogyakarta. We're going to find uni and we're going to let the gospel of Jesus hit that place and see what the Lord wants to do. I love you. I know Phil loves you. I know Jesus loves you. And I'll say this, don't ever give up on a dream. Don't ever give up on what you think or believe that God has put in your heart. That may be to start a church. It may be buy a home. It may be to start a ministry. I don't know what dream has been in your heart. But don't be a fool and just let it die. Don't be a fool and give up on it. And in the middle of your dream, when you feel like you bump into darkness and you bump into I don't know what to do, don't tuck tail and run. Do what Phil said. Stand your ground. Know what the Lord has told you to do and do it well. We'll see you next week. Have a great week.
1: Thanks for listening to my dad's podcast. Make sure to follow along and help us by sharing this episode with someone you know. Thanks again. Have a great
0: week.